Shadow's Bastion, a By Gods and Kings story, takes place in the fictional world of Dunai. All of these works are available to read on Kindle Vela and are available shortly after this release. For more information on By Gods and Kings, please visit our website, bygodsandkings.com, or follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Chapter 4 The City of the Three Rings One day passed after Crix's encounter with Eblis and the recently converted God Touch was still mulling over what he was told. He still struggled to do anything with the knowledge he once possessed, and he still felt strange when trying to conjure it. Summoning lightning was a distant feeling, and now he had to figure out how to do it again. Crix made his way along the path as quickly as he could. He had to get to Kuros on the other side of Kor, but the realistic options of getting there were slim. He could travel north and head to Chelosk, where he could make it through the caves that connected the walled city with Castellos on the other side, but that would take days. He could travel south to the bottom of the continent and traverse Despansia, but rarely did anyone make it through there unscathed. His best option was in Jarost, the City of the Three Rings. A haven for those who wished to become lost, Jarost was home to priests who abandoned their order and for those who sought a lifestyle away from the norms of Dunai. Unlike the rest of the world, the War of the Gods did not exist in Jarost. They did not belong to any god or any order, nor did any god yearn for them. Jarost existed as a place for those who were cast out to thrive. The citizens of Jarost were not loyal to a god, but instead loyal to each other. It was one of the few havens in Dunai in which the followers of rivals could be allies. However, while Malor to Fierak was the quickest and safest way over the Ceratos Mountains, the pass that connected Jarost and Krelk was a close second. Knowing that he had to get to Sunshire quickly to assist Kuros, Krix knew the best way through was to brave the City of the Three Rings and make his way to Krelk, where he could easily navigate the Shroud. Krix stood at the entrance to Jarost and tried to quickly take in what was in front of him. He had heard that Jarost was potentially dangerous, so he needed to know where he could escape in the event that he was attacked. Not having his former powers brought forth a sense of paranoia about the recently converted God-Touched. Three large wooden structures with paths in between them were in the center of the city, with tents, smaller shacks, and other crude structures surrounding them. Loud music could be heard from each of the buildings with the locals dancing in the streets. Carts filled with cheap, crudely made goods lined the paths with Cricks trying his best to not make eye contact with the merchants. Performers danced and entertained the locals, spitting fire off of torches and playing guitars and other instruments. The two moons overhead illuminated the city brilliantly, though the many torches along the paths provided the guidance Crix required. Crix made it past the first set of people and onto another when he was finally noticed. It's not every day that a god touched enters our fair city, stated a young man from behind. His tattered, black clothes had seen better days with the threads coming out in strands along the fabric. His skin was covered in smudges of dirt and his nails were rough and jagged. His smile was void of a few teeth and he appeared as if he had lost his way to the bath for some time. What brings you here? he queried. Crix turned and smiled at the disheveled man. Excuse me, he asked, perplexed at how a complete stranger could tell he was different. How do you know I'm God-touched? Upon setting his eyes on the man, Crix could see something different about him. Where before, he would only see flesh, now he could see an aura surrounding the man. Crix squinted his eyes lightly as the aura came more into focus. It's a gift, laughed the man heartily, though I didn't know you were God-touched at first. I suspected you were a follower of Darien, just from looking at those robes, but the way you were carrying yourself, I could tell something was special about you. He walked up and placed his hand on Crix's shoulder, patting it gently and shaking his head. We've not seen a god touched in here for quite some time. Crix glanced over his shoulder and down the path, noticing the cave in the distance. And why not? he asked while looking away from the young man. Because none of the priests here have any desire to deal with him, answered the young man. He paused while waiting for Crix to turn back to face him. Once their eyes locked, the young man smiled once again. Look, God-touched are a strange breed. They don't answer to the high priest, they only answer to themselves, and usually the god. 
Most of the priests here still loved their gods, but they hated the organizations that they were a part of. They loathed the high priests and many felt the abbots are only in their positions because of politics. The priests that came here wanted to escape from the order while still being able to worship their god. The young man paused and shrugged. God touched her a different breed, friend, and to put it fairly, God touched make priests here uncomfortable. Crix laughed and took a step away from the young man. Where are you headed? Are you just passing through? Inquired the young man with Crix having his back toward him. I would like to make it to Krelf within the day, answered Crix. I was hoping to make it through the caves and arrive in the shroud by tomorrow. There's little stopping you, God touched, except the things that live in the cave, continued the young man. If you can make it past them, there shouldn't be anything to get in your way. Crix paused for a moment and stared at the cave. He was well aware of the creatures of Valkus that lived in the caves of Dunai, but he didn't know of any that lived between Krelk and Jarost. Most of the caves that were traversed regularly were void of any kobolds, goblins, or other beasts. What might I find in the cave? inquired Crix. Before the young man could answer, Crix placed his hands on his side. And might I inquire who you are? Dosern. My name is Dosern, and in the cave there are some people who have gotten too exposed to the knowledge of the gods and have become twisted. Their minds have become warped and they have a tendency to lash out at travelers, explained Dosern calmly. You're a god touch, though. You shouldn't have any problems making it through there. But it may be wise to talk to Wisely before making the trek. He'll be able to at least keep some of them at bay for you. Dosern paused as Crix tried to wrap his mind around what was happening. Come on, I'll take you to him, motioned Dosern. He lives just outside the entrance in the large shack. Crix pursed his lips and allowed his mind to wrap around what Dosern just said. He had still yet to regain control of his power, so venturing into the cave without them could prove to be difficult. Fine, take me to him, said Crix reluctantly. He didn't want to be delayed long, but he knew he had to be careful. It was rare for a god touch to die, but it was something that could happen. He had to tread carefully, and with that, he willfully followed Dosern down the path. He knew nothing about Wisely, but that didn't matter. He needed the assistance of those he had never met to make it through the mountains alive. We would like to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. More content will be coming out on a regular basis. For more on By Gods and Kings, please visit www.bygodsandkings.com or www.scriptcrypt.com.